0: Perhaps I was talking when I should have been listening. No matter what happens, you've got to hang on. Johnny, relax. Now you give him everything he wants, you understand? Now let's see what happens when we mix these two elements together. of the jury. You are now listening to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Super excited. Season four, episode four, starting off solid. Uh, I believe we've gone over 50 episodes now, which is huge for the podcast, and I'm just going to keep on being consistent, especially staying with one podcast a week is going to be very helpful, and I know people are busy, so it's going to help. Also, with retention and people just focusing on one podcast rather than having a choice between a couple. But, I mean, either way, I think it's a really good idea just to have have more time. So that's we're still going to go with that flow of just one episode a week. But we're going to be talking about today a book that I've read, and it's an amazing book. I think it has one of the biggest sales on Amazon, How to Be Better at Almost Everything by Pat Flynn. And the main purpose behind this book was learning everything quickly, stacking your skills, and dominating overall. And I thought this was a really interesting book. I didn't realize I was a generalist until reading the book. And then I was like, wow, I do a lot of various things. And we're going to be going through why uh, it's important to do this. So the main idea behind the book was to settle being good enough in a variety of different subjects and skills because you can become creative and competitive. Whereas if you are specialized in one very specific thing, then you are putting all your eggs in one basket. Whereas you should be very diverse in the skills and subjects that you are knowledgeable on, which helps you become more creative and competitive. I found that very interesting because I have, I feel like, become a whole lot creative when I start reading a various types of different books. Because I was super focused on business books at first. But then I started going out to war books. Fearless is another one. Lone Survivor is another one that I've read. I mean – There's one that I'm about to read called The Promotion talking about the pandemic that happened and COVID and the facts behind it, all that stuff. And I, I will say majority are business related, but I do go with diversity and try to have different skills and learn different things. And it's about being competitive in that aspect. Another thing he talks about is just having multiple skills and combining them is better than being an expert in just one, because you're able to again be creative, let alone competitive, like we were talking about. If you're able to combine multiple skills rather than just one skill, if you're super good at this one skill, and I'm sure, yes, of course, there there are some various things scenarios that it makes sense. If you have to become a doctor, you kind of have to put your eggs in one basket in order to become a doctor, um, but you can definitely, and even once you get your doctorates and you become a doctor and whatever you are neuroscientist or whatever, you can learn multiple different things. I mean, my friend, uh, psychology major, and he is with a focus in neuroscience is going to eventually get his PhD in neuroscience, but he's a very smart guy. He does computer programming things and he loves designing pictures and art. Uh, he does a variety of different things. Very smart guy, but, uh, He's very diverse in what he does as well. There's a lot of examples that I've seen. And another thing that Pat Flynn talks about is the skills every person should have are discipline, focus, logic, persuasion, and faith. And he was just talking about how these five pillars are very important. Again, I'm going to say the important skills he talks about. Discipline, focus, logic, persuasion, and faith. Another thing he talks about is to not be more than 80% good at something. Otherwise, you become an expert. And now, I have to, over the years, I've definitely become a lot more open-minded to what I've learned, and I've learned a whole lot more and grown a whole lot doing so and becoming coachable. And this was one of the things that I opened my mind to is like hearing that you shouldn't be 80% good at something because then you're an expert after you go past 80%, which makes sense. And in the essence of if you perfect it down and you're a hundred percent good at something to the point where you're just like, you're amazing at what you do, then you're putting your eggs in one basket. You could be learning another useful skill that could put you even further and broaden your mind to creativity and bring so many more ideas. For example, it's for me, I I felt when I read this book I'm like wow I didn't realize I was really a generalist and how much I get done. If you if you don't know a whole lot about me the first thing is I have my hands in a lot of baskets because I am going through arch, uh, entrepreneurship and innovation my major and I'm doing construction management as my minor. Entrepreneurship and innovation, creating my own business. I'm doing a whole lot with that then I have the podcast so it's doing audio advertising it running an instagram with it posting um motivational quotes on it and stuff like that and updates coming out with stuff i had to learn that i mean reading is another thing um 3d printing for my business i did that and i I printed uh tiny home models and i painted it and stuff and i i did that i mean i'm good at math I, i excelled in math but I was like 80% good. I wasn't the perfect guy about it. But there's there's so many things. I'm in a fraternity, Phi Gamma Delta, uh, amazing fraternity. I love it to death. I was on executive board for that. I mean, I could go on and on and on. My plate is really full. I wake up every day and it's just like full of stuff. I meditate every morning. I write down five things I'm grateful for and three goals I have for the day. I mean, it's just endless stuff that I'm constantly doing. I'm up and moving. I hardly have downtime. And But don't get me wrong, I'm passionate about what I do. And that's what's so important with becoming a generalist and what this book talks about, is that you're good at these other things and it attracts other people. Like, I would stand out more if I had a lot more skills other or versus if i was an expert in one specific field if i was an expert in business rather than being an expert in understanding life understanding i mean just multiple things being creative with my 3d prints i literally made prototypes i've made an orange peeler that isn't invented for whatever reason so like i made that and uh 3d printed it and modeled it and i tested it and it finally worked so there's like multiple things that you end up finding you're good at and becoming a generalist is very important. And this book really spoke volumes to me, and I liked it a lot. Another thing was uh, practice in challenging situations the skills you want to develop. So whatever your the skill you want to develop within challenging situations. So say you want to practice your communications. You want to challenge yourself in a situation. Maybe debate, maybe something with someone that's, uh, you know, not – super hard to talk about there's some edgy topics that I don't think maybe not everyone wants to talk about so but you can practice your communication skills an example of this I have a book that I've been reading the dictionary of body language and I was actually practicing that and challenging myself to learn that skill and kind of pick up the emotions or how someone's feeling during a language if they're hands are crossed, if their arms are crossed, if their hands are behind their head and they're like stretching or their hands are together closed, uh, if they scratch their head, if they run their hands through their, um, their hands through their hair, there's multiple things that I'm picking up on stuff and I'm practicing this skill so I can pick up the non-verbals in a conversation and turn it if like they're not. Whatever it may be, if they're not liking the conversation, if I pick up on those cues with body language, because there's a lot of things I've been learning in this book and using it and practicing it. A big thing in this book was like practicing these new skills you want to develop because how are you going to get better if you don't practice them? So why would you want to become a generalist? And Pat Flynn emphasizes and explores the contradiction that maintaining the biggest number of relatively well-developed attributes and deniability more productive than enhancing some until it's mastered. So what in the world does that mean you might be thinking in your head? Really what that's meaning is like we've already kind of talked about, but for whatever reason, it's a little bit more complex with the wording. It's just becoming well-developed and Diversed in multiple different skills rather than being in your you find yourself more productive in that situation than enhancing one skill until you master it. This is mainly due to the fact that several qualities combined to make a professional is more versatile and flexible and able to solve a higher range of varied problems. And that makes sense, right? If you think about it, if you're uh, versatile, (laughs) versatile and flexible in your thinking because you are diverse in your learning and learn multiple things, you have a higher rate at solving any, uh, anything in life because you know a little bit about art, you know, a little bit about books, you know, a little bit about technology, you know, a little bit about reading, you know, a little bit about making some design art, digital art or editing videos or making audio, you become, you're more able to solve higher range of problems, and if you're 80% good at these problems, then you're you're able to solve these problems decently well, right? Jumping in just to a... This is going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast. I uh, just want to let you guys know. you probably see with the time, but I just want to go through some quick things that I think were the main points of the book. Again, we've said this a little bit. I just want to repeat it one more time. Having multiple skills is better than being a specialist. And so another different thinking of that situation is a combination of skills leads to an individual to become more powerful and just have more advantages, thus having the greatest chance of success. When you think about it, because if I'm not going to run in circles, but I'm most likely you guys get the idea with this. It's just being more knowledgeable on more things and having these skills in your arsenal is very important and you're able to solve Of multiple different things in a creative way. Short-term specialization is another thing. Thing behind short-term specialization is that you speed up the process to becoming eighty percent good at what you're at, what you're doing, and you focus on this one or two things. And then until you develop this eighty percent rule, and we'll talk about the eighty percent rule next, real quick. And we've kind of already gone over it, but it gets more in depth with it. And it's just to focus on these, and it speeds it up, and then you can have that in your arsenal. Example A, I got a butterfly butterfly knife at a gun show I got, and then I got a practice one. And I've been practicing that like crazy. It's just fun to fidget with um, the the dummy one that's the uh, butterfly knife so I don't cut myself. And I've become so well at it, and I've sped up the process because I've been focusing on that skill a lot. And it's just something that – I. It, what is a butterfly knife flipping around going to do for me in life? Not really much, but it's enjoyable. It's for my leisure time, my free time that I use this butterfly knife. Cause I, I love it. It's fun. It's cool uh, to do. And I, I, it really feels like I'm speeding up the process of me learning the butterfly knife and, I used the book and I was like, this is gonna be kind of short-term specialization. I'm just gonna speed up the process and I can kind of multitask with it a little bit. Again, I do believe multitasking in another podcast I talk about this, there's a myth behind it, but um, it wasn't really multitasking. I put my brain on autopilot basically and I was able to still like read something or like look at something or be in class and just fidget with it. But uh, moving on to the 80% rule like we talked about with more in depth is that you shouldn't be 80% better at something, like we already said. So in an essence, you must acquire another skill if you feel like you've reached that 80% on something. The result will not be satisfied if you are going over and becoming a master at something. It's, It's really the main idea behind this podcast episode is just becoming a generalist and realizing that it is best for you, just about anyone for doing that. So the integration is better than isolation. And let me explain the principle behind the book, how to be better at almost everything brings the idea that you should focus only on techniques and skills that are related to what you want to have, and that they should only be practiced in the context of any outcome you wish to have, so to say, which I think is an an important part. So again, integration is better than isolation. Another thing is repetition and resistance. In order to develop a skill besides having a practice a lot on one thing uh, or multiple things in order to achieve satisfactory results, you should practice in situations that challenge this skill for you because that's how you speed up that process and have that short-term speed up to meet that 80%. And I challenge you, I really do, to... Try to find a new skill that it doesn't even have to be something crazy like you want to be better at communication. It could be as simple as something like me doing a butterfly knife. It could be something you doing a Rubik's Cube, you getting better at reading, reading more books, whatever it may be. But it's just about having the discipline and the meta skills. What she talks about is the discipline and what you need to do. And he treats discipline as a necessary ability to develop a skill because the author himself, Pat Flynn, It is It says it's impossible to acquire a skill without having a routine and how important it is to have a routine like we talked about how to effectively manage a routine in the last episode. So Pat tells us several methods to develop this discipline and some of them are having regular sleep like we talked in actually the very last podcast is just a schedule of the sleep and I talked about in depth about the sleep. If you haven't checked that out, I highly recommend that one because I learned a hell of a lot and how important it is to your health to be getting that sleep. And then another thing was exercising 30 minutes a day, staying on that routine. A highlighted point he talked about, and I will say this till I die, is meditate. And I don't know how many times I need to say it, but I'm telling you, meditation really cuts off the anxiety, the anxiousness, stress. I did it before I gave a pitch in front of 25 CEOs. I was so nervous. Meditated. I literally sat down on the ground, closed my eyes, put my hands on my knees, and just controlled my breathing and started doing my meditating and then i nailed the pitch i did really well they were impressed they said it was an overall amazing speech i had a guy come up to me and was like he literally said that like Potentially possibly become a partner afterwards as well like i've had a couple people ask me about partnerships But this guy like has his own company that's successful and like he talked to me about this So it was like soup. It blew my mind. It, I, I think it came back to meditation I feel like I would have choked if I didn't meditate because I was so stressed and anxious beforehand And then literally five minutes before I knew I was gonna get called because I was the first one to give my pitch Sat there and meditated it did so well to me so anyways um, I, after going on my spiel for meditating, uh, is eat protein foods at every meal. And that just works with the body. I'm not going to get super in depth with that. It's just, he talks about how it is for your health. Uh, and one having protein in every meal is very important. Another thing, like we talked to in the beginning, again, just the overview on the meta skills was discipline, focus, logic, persuasion, and faith. And we already just talked about discipline. So now's the focus part. In this part, it's given several techniques and tips on how to stay focused. And one of them is using meditation to keep the mind focused. And I'm not going to give the whole list of what he said because if you like, I'm not going to go through the entire book word for word, but I will say, like I just said with meditation and it's brought up in so many books I read and it just blows my mind how many people don't meditate because I don't think they have the knowledge, so to say, or they are what's called irrationally ignorant. And maybe I was the same way. It's not an insult of any sort, but it's just not knowing the benefits of one thing. And I think people and me educating people on meditation is like a huge driver that I'm super passionate about because it calms you down. Another point that he made was logic. The best way, according to the book, was in order to develop logic is to reflect on a particular subject and practice it. And practice it and practice it over and over and over. In the book, it contains several tips on how to do this. One of them is to use a spreadsheet that Pat Flynn, the author, has made available. And um, again, I'm going to keep this book, uh, as I do with everything, in the description so you can click on it and get it if you really want to read it I mean it's one of the best sellers on Amazon I highly recommend this book it was one of the best books I've read amazing book it is worth every penny that you buy it and I I really do recommend the hard copy Um, and there's a lot of examples like this within logic the meta skill and the examples he gives in the spreadsheet that is made available for you next thing we got two more persuasion and faith persuasion uh, as pat talks about is important for you to develop persu- it's really important for you to develop persuasion in order to acquire another skill because pat talks about like giving several guidelines on how to do this and illustrates what he calls the persuasion plan in the book not going to get super in depth with it but one introduce yourself and extend your hand out every time you meet a new person two ask how you can help whoever it is and then three, establish, influ- uh, st- establish influence through communication, make comments about the work, send something that would arouse interest in the person or amongst others was uh, some things with his persuasion and how uh, persuasion is really important to this. And then fa- uh, faith, the final meta skill that we're talking about is what Pat talks about. What like The reasons why faith is so important in this goal is such the fact that It unites people and brings good things, and it provides a practical guide for you to practice in faith, and um, something I've been recently doing, I've been challenging my faith, and I'm a Christian, and I'm proud to admit it. There's nothing that I have against other people that, whatever religion, but I've been challenging it I've been looking at other faiths I've been seeing what atheists think and stuff like this and uh one of my good friends I had a conversation with and he doesn't um he's not a christian but we were able to sit down and I was able to practice my skills with christianity and understand the thinking behind what he's thinking and it really gets a better gist and I'm like okay I learned from this conversation that I should probably be better at this I should look into more of this so practicing with that and challenging yourself and it's not faith like religiously you're more talking about like faith just like believing and something you can't see so like it doesn't have to be religion it could be something you doing something so it's just faith and broad general so i think the book overall was seriously a 10 out of 10. i highly recommend this book i mean i probably say that every time i review a book but honestly this book what just hit different hit me different and realize how important it is just to be 80% good at something and you can become a generalist the main idea just being a generalist at overall so I hope you enjoyed this guys this podcast Instagram link will be in the description definitely follow me on Instagram if you don't post motivational quotes updates on the podcast when it's dropping my website check out all my books my um, productivity tools and as well as the book how to Be Better at Almost Everything by Pat Flynn will also be in the description, so check that out. With that being said, let's cue the outro. This has been the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Catch you guys next time.